and welcome to Fake Movie Experts, the movie review podcast that used to break down a movie franchise one at a time. But when Keith's away, the cue comes to play as we're going to be doing bad movies or what we think are bad movies at a weekly base. And Rick, you picked this movie. You made us suffer. You made us suffer. What did you, uh, you have us watch this week? Uh, Max Payne, because I love a good video game movie, especially a movie that has such characters as Chris O'Donnell, Ludacris, Mila Kunis. Everything about this movie says I should love it. Well, you're forgetting. Everything you're forgetting about this movie says I should love it. I think you're forgetting someone. Uh, Mark Wahlberg? Mm, no, I said the people I like. Ah, okay. Well, I'm your host. Hopefully you like these people. I'm your host, Joseph Lussell. I'm along here with Ricky Marcelli. See, that was a little unfair because sometimes I like Mark Wahlberg and then there's a lot of other times I don't. So I'm kind of in the middle about Mark Wahlberg. Well, let's see how this guy believes. Uh, Mr. Mike Bubel. I'm a proud member of the Funky Bunch. All right. Uh, let's all be one. Trees, Mark. Let's all be one big funky bunch. That's right. So, as I said before, uh, Keith is still not with us. So, until he comes back, we will be doing what we think are maybe, maybe not bad movies. Uh, so, Max Payne came out in 2008, starring one Mark Wahlberg, Mila Kunis, Bo Bridges, Ludacris, and Chris O'Donnell, uh, Amari Nolasco. Yeah, he, you may know him more of a, from Benchwarmers as he was the 30 year old who was 10, I believe. With that $20 bill? He's been in a lot of stuff, though. He's, yeah. I actually like him a lot as an actor. <clears throat> too Fast, Too Furious? <sighs> Classic role. Uh, this movie is directed by John Moore. Uh, movies you may know him that he directed. Uh, 2001's Behind Enemy Lines. Nice. Oh, wait, like the original one? The one with uh, Owen Wilson? Yeah. It's a real the good one movie. before it got taken over by WWE and made bad. Yeah. Bingo. Uh, 2004, Not So Nice, Flight of the Phoenix. I don't know that movie. Um, it's a plane movie that starred uh, James Franco and Tyrese, and I guess they hate each other because of this movie. Oh, now I kind of want to watch that movie. Tyrese has a lot of beef with a lot of people. A lot. Uh, 2006 is The Omen remake. Hmm. And did they 2000- remake The Omen? Huh? Why did they remake The Omen? Like, that was such a classic movie, such a weird movie to remake. Because people just like to make remakes or sequels or reboots or whatever. Speaking of a sequel, he also directed 2008's A Good Day to Die Hard. Mm. Never saw The thing that killed that franchise. Yeah. Yeah, it did. So, I believe this is everybody's first time watching this movie. Yep. And officially my last time ever watching this movie. Correct. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Like, this legit might be the worst movie we've watched on this podcast yet. And that's including the non-Q edition. I'll say it's easily the worst movie we've watched since I've uh, made grace this podcast with with, with my appearance. Thank you for that. It's up there. So, uh. God damn it, Joe! You like this movie? Don't no, you? I did not. I did not. God damn it! He likes. I'm this just movie. playing. I am playing with everyone here. I was just going to be. You know what? I thought it was actually a really good video game movie. I would um, curb stomp you. 
Easy guy. Uh, so this movie is based off of a video game and the premise loosely, of... Loosely based. Loosely. However, the premise of the first Max Payne video game is the premise of this movie. But the video game doesn't have weird demon things in it. Um, no, it does. It does not. Does not. Did you play the games? No. I did not play the games, but I did look oh. into what the games um. had, and they did not have weird demon things in it. Yeah, like the like the drug and all that stuff in the game. But like but the more Valkyrie like a, type stuff. Okay. No, even like that stuff, like the Valkyrie and like all the like images of North mythology are in the game. Mm. But they don't have weird like shadow like, creatures. Not, yeah, there's not demon like mythology in it. It's just like they were using the Norse mythology, but oh, like okay. it's still grounded in real life things. Okay. So Rick, give us the uh plot breakdown here of a uh, good old Max Payne. All right. Max Payne, a deadbeat cop who's just not what he once was after his wife and child were murdered while he was at home it's broken him he spends his life now trying to track down the one murderer who got away and during this investigation an old partner finds some information that could lead max to this man but before max can get to his partner he's killed and it leads max down a crazy rabbit hole of drugs betrayal and mila kunis Max Payne. Bum bum. So what's what is what are your guys' first reactions to this uh movie? Boring. It's so boring. How is a movie based on sweet gunplay Jeez. and like detective noir work so boring? I pride myself on like paying attention to whatever I'm supposed to be watching. I couldn't. I was like doing other shit on my phone. I was just like, oh, cool. Still nothing has happened 30 minutes later. I'm sure there was awesome dialogue that I missed. I don't care. Dude, I was 30 minutes into the movie and I just moved my mouse to see how much time was left. And I was dumbstruck by the fact I was only 30 minutes into the movie. I'm like, are you, there's an hour left? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Uh, I, I have to, I will agree. Um, the it's just slow slow even when there is an action scene or what they call an action scene it's just the plate by the book action type scene of just like gun shoot out shoot 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 okay um he gets to escape you know um i don't know yeah, it's like just when, boring when there was action even the action was kind of boring and like mm-hmm just lame like there was a scene of him slow-mo diving through a door and it was just like why why are you doing it that way mark Wahlberg? you look super super dumb and lame um i can tell you the game designers for this movie were uh unimpressed by the movie uh this the game is based around slow motion or what they call bullet time so basically what the matrix did and they only did that three times during the movie yeah, like that's what Max Payne is known for. Is like it's awesome gunplay features and like sweet action. This movie had none of that. It 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 bothered me that what they tried to do is they tried to mix in video game stuff, like the fact like when 
he's getting beat up at his apartment by the unknown person, but then it's like turning the screens turning red, like he's losing blood or you know death. I, I you know, but then that like stops halfway through the movie. Realistically, what this movie should have been based on the video game should have been more John Wick esque. But holy shit, I don't like halfway through this movie. I'm just like, man, Mark Wahlberg cannot pull off this role in the slightest. Like, just nothing about him seemed tough or intimidating. What I believe they they try to do in a way is they try to make it like Sin City. Oh yeah, in a way, like that was definitely a lot of the feel to it. I had that Sin City vibe, and like the idea throughout the whole movie is either cloudy, raining, or snowing. There's no sun until the end. The difference was Sin City made up for its slowness with like being really smart, like very like intense with its action. And this is just like really dumb, dumbed down, boring. Like Mm -hmm. you knew what was going to happen before it happened. Like it was just so easy to predict. Mm -hmm. I know like Tim and I was like, oh, I bet you the cops are corrupt. I bet you his partner's the evil guy. Or yeah, you know, his captain or whatever. For yeah, his dad's former partner. Yeah, Bo Bridges, everybody. Um, yeah, I I caught that pretty not like ten minutes in, but about like about that thirty minute mark of him when Ludacris shows up and then he's like asking for help. I'm like, yeah, I think you're gonna be the you're gonna be the bad guy at the end, won't you? So. I uh I didn't look at the cast beforehand, so when Ludacris yeah. came on screen, I was like, "What?" <laughs> it totally caught me off guard. Because I I checked the cast once Chris <laughs> O'Donnell showed up, because that's how I felt. I was like, "Wait, Chris O'Donnell's in this movie?" And then I was like, "Whoa, it's Robin!" <laughs> yeah, Chris O'Donnell. Like, I just thought he was a mute because he didn't talk for, like the first three scenes he's in. He's just like, uh, uh. "I'm like, is he? Is you gonna talk?" And also, me personally, I love Chris O'Donnell. Yep, not yep. one of his, not one of his better acting jobs. No, no. Well, I, I mean, don't know if it, it's like he was handed great material to work with. Yeah, fair. I don't know if it was because of the movie or something, but like I know Luda, Ludacris is kind of like Luda. a short Luda is like a short person. Like he's six one, probably six. He's five this, seven, sir. Five seven. He's he's so tiny. To me, he felt tinier. Yeah, he's like five seven for real. Okay, if he's five seven, like in this movie, he felt like he was like five five, five three. Like I was like, why does he look more smaller now than he does in the Fast and Furious franchise? You know, like they, a lot I, of the people in the Fast and the Furious well, franchise aren't as big as you think they are. Oh, yep. uh, <laughs> Vin Diesel. <laughs> but you know, I'm the like. You shut your mouth a minute. Isn't the rock um, like six two, six four? He's, he's six, like six five. four, six four or five. But like Luda, for some reason, for me, he looks smaller in this movie than he has in any of the other movies he's been in. And it just like blew my mind. I also think he was like the only semi-redeemable con. Like because I love Mila Kunis. She was awful in this. Mila Kunis. Ah ah. I love Chris O'Donnell. He was awful in this. I well, you know, I think Bo Bridges actually did an okay job with his role with what he was handed. Like, essentially, Bo Bridges and Ludacris were the only people who kind of acted okay in this movie. 
I like uh, Wahlberg's partner mostly because he is great in Gotham and he's great as a dad and grounder for life. Yeah, there it I is. mean, this is true. So, that is one of Donnell the Logue. best shows ever. That Eighth. disappointingly never got a proper finish. Nope. What Mark Wahlberg was in this movie is like the spoof, the character that Andy Samberg played on SNL. They like, hi, hey, say hi to your mom for me. Like this dead serious kind of, you know, I, I get it. The character he's trying to portray is a, you know, a husband and a father that lost their, his newborn child and wife to murder. Damn. And it's just, you know, I don't know. It's just, I don't, I think he portrayed it wrong. Also, very, we- very weird. Cause like for the game, that's like his entire being. But like they don't really introduce like that, like how deep it affected him to like midway through the movie. Yeah, it's like they wanted to make this video game movie, but then do everything they could to not tell you it's a video game instead of just leaning into the video game aspect of it. Yep. And they did, and they did, and they did what uh, Rick loves. Two weeks oh. late, earlier, you know, like start the, the end, start like, at the end. Start at the end. <laughs> it's like that's the first thing I thought. I was like, "Ah, oh, Ricky's gonna love this." As soon as it like, kicked yep, off, same. I was like, "You motherfuckers are already." Hate I was this just movie. like, "Oh, here we go again." Two weeks ago, I'm like, "God uh, damn it!" Can I? Uh, so I don't blame Mark Wahlberg. I got to be honest. So 2008, he had two movies. It was this, and right before this was The Happening. He had a bad year. Oh, not great for him. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and so like it, I, it was in the happening that he had to that he killed his son right before learning that there wasn't anything bad happening. That is the, the fog. That's the mist. <laughs> Damn, I, I always confuse those movies. Mist. I think that's the second time. No, I the happening is the podcast. trees. Oh what? I didn't know. Where no. uh Dante from Clerks is in it. Yeah, no, um the, I I say the fog because the <laughs> the producer uh if you go back and listen to the queue, we did the uh the fog. But she doesn't know if it's the mist or the fog, so I go with it. Where can you go uh, to the queue, Joe? Huh? Oh, at nocellentertainment.com. Nocellentertainment.com. Uh, Mila like Kunis there's here. There's great blogs and podcasts on that website. There is. There is. Uh, Mila Kunis is coming off a movie called Boot Camp and Forgetting Sarah Marshall. And I don't know what Boot Camp is, but Forgetting yeah. Sarah Marshall is top notch film. Uh, Damn. Oh, it's a weird movie. It's a. It's a movie that's on Pluto, so if that answers that question. So, after this movie, Wahlberg, next four. The Lovely Bones, Date Night, The Other Guys, and The Fighter. He picked it up a bit. Which he starts with Mila Kunis again in Date Night. And then Ted's right around a couple a couple movies later. Yeah. So he picks it up after this movie. I've never watched the movie for The Lo- Lonely Bones, but I have read the book, and that book is... Fucked uh, up. So the movie isn't quite as dark. They they uh PG thirteen some of the stuff, but it's still a dark movie. Stanley Tucci is so creepy in that movie. I mean, Stanley Tucci is just kind of creepy in general. He's really good at it. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say I like, you know, I'm a I'm a fan of Mila Kunis, but like for this for her in this movie, she was just there. You yeah. know, it's just like, uh, I need help. I don't trust him, but I'm going to help him anyway. She's just better as a comedy actor. Yeah. Like, yeah. one, I've never seen someone so bad at playing upset that their sister is dead. Like, she was supposed to be, like, mad and, like, really 
broken by her sister being dead, and she was just kind of like, my she sister's was at, dead. She was You're acting like Kelso cheated this. on her, and, and she knew it already. And she's like a mob leader in like this bar that only houses mob leaders? What the fuck was that scene? I don't know. Um, it was very weird. One one thing that bugged me during this movie is I like once again they were trying to make this a video game movie. Like it bothered me that uh, Max Mark Wahlberg's character had like a bruise above his like right eyebrow that would be there in one scene and then the next scene it's gone. So I'm like, is he insta healing and or is he not? Because when he gets beat up at his apartment, the next scene he's in the hospital. And then the very next scene, he's like, I'm going to go to the funeral of my ex-partner that got murdered in my apartment. Joe, don't forget, he also runs from a bunch of cops, gets shot, shot through the forearm. Yep. But it's totally fine the rest of the movie. It just blows my mind. It's just like, are they, is he healing? You know what I mean? Like, is it like that video game type way of like, as time pro- progresses, he is going back to full bar? Or is this just kind of like, Yes and no at the same time. I think it's kind of both. Like, I think they're just playing into, like, the video game essence of it, where, like, you can get shot a bunch and still live, which is stupid when you're doing a movie. Um, Especially because in the end, like, he is super shot up and whatever, and, like, he took the drug and was, like, clearly overdosing on it. Yeah. But then if you did what Keith never does on this lovely podcast of ours, watch the after credit scene, because there was an after credit scene. I didn't know that. He is totally just like alive and fine, and they're clearly setting up a second movie that never comes. Yep. Playing the role of Keith this week, this guy. Oh, you didn't yeah. see that? It, I was like, "Oh, it's in. Cool. Turn off." Yeah, there is an after credit scene. Um, <laughs> but it's like well, you're right about like, the fact like someone can get shot up and then they're fine the next scene. like um, when towards the end when Mila Kunis shoots uh, Bo Bridges's partner Joe. With like a machine gun, and he, you know, destroyed, but he's still able to blow up the floor of the like the building that they're at. I'm like, homeboy, you got shot ten times, but he was able to crawl over and press the button still. And one of my least favorite movie tropes happened in this movie, and it's where if the cops are trying to shoot the hero, they are wildly inaccurate. Point but blade, when they yep. try and shoot this monster that can't be killed, it is just nothing but double taps in the middle of the heart. Yeah. <laughs> they can't fucking miss. No. Um, so, on Amazon, this is where we watch it. There's two versions of this movie, unrated and regular. The difference is, is really the... Um, Hip dick. I wish. No, it's the bloody squibs that was in Chris O'Donnell. Huh. Like that's it. Like they showed more of the like uh, the in the original. There was a wide shot of him being shot in the chest with an enormous amount of blood spraying from the wound, along with an impact squib underneath the bloody squib to create more of a brutal effect. In the PG thirteen version of the scene, it's the only close shot of him with bit of more of an impact squib shot. So instead of a wide shot, it was a zoom in for Chris O'Donnell's death. That whole scene was so bizarre, too, because, like, yeah. leading up to it, Chris O'Donnell, like, had seemed like he was in on everything. He knew it. He was – he had, like, helped cover up, like, why Max's wife originally got killed. 
and then just like Payne shows up to the office and he says like I'll give you everything. I'm like, you're bad at being part of a huge conspiracy. Like all the answers you need are in this one file on my desk. <laughs> that scene bothered me. That scene bothered me because he's like, I'll give you everything. Like, but we have to leave. And Wahlberg's scared. Wahlberg's like, no, tell me now. He's like, no, no, I'll tell you later. Let's just get out of here. The cops are being called right now. And Wahlberg's like, no, I want to know now. I'm just like, I'm like, he's telling you in five minutes to tell you everything you need to know. <laughs> Just get out of there. No, tell me now. God, this movie. And then back to my point, they like light up fucking Chris O'Donnell and then well, they miss Mark Wahlberg 400 times. Yeah. <laughs> it's the secret SWAT that uh, BB, Bo Bridges had. Ah, it's funny. BB. Ah, there it is. Eh, there it is. Uh, um, that he had his own SWAT and they just straight up like, Hey, don't shoot. Boom. Dead. You know, it's just like, but Mark Wahlberg with his like hundred mag pistol just was shooting off blindly, oh, like yeah. behind his back. Shot one like, in the neck, like just running behind <laughs> and like, pow, like neck shot. Like, well, oh, he got his, he got his gun the same place. John Wayne got his. I wouldn't worry about that. Yeah. Well, my name's John Wayne. Never have to reload. <laughs> yeah. Six shots. Oh yeah. There was like, like in that scene of him <laughs> fighting the SWAT uh, team, he reloads like twice, but then he runs and shoots, and then he has to shoot the door to escape. Well, and like he, he never reloads like five times. Yeah, nope. did not need to reload. Also, like um, in the beginning of the movie, he has like his magnum thing, which is like what six, maybe seven shots. Yeah, yeah. But he blows away like eight doors in the bathroom. It's We're like the yeah. bathroom. Just kick the door open. Why are you shooting these weird doors? Or just look under the stall. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's crawling. Just, you know, he's crawling from, you know, left to right. So just go to the last one. Cause that's where he's going to go to. And did he murder that guy? I don't think we ever, like, we just see. The no, he just asked question. Guy. He just asked the question. And then we, d- we never know. It's just very. God, Mark Wahlberg came off so untough through this entire movie. I was just like, he I really can't did. buy you as the tough guy, dude. This just feels just weak. Um, I don't know. It's just like, you know, I think it's just weird because of the relationship, uh, like the chemistry, I would say, between him and Mila was terrible. And then he has a short scene in um, uh, Date Night, and then they were paired together in Ted. Well, like, and it's just like, that's weird. She's not really even in the movie. She's in the movie for like five yeah. minutes. Yep. And then, yeah, like, I get at the end. Like, I thought that too. I'm like, they like build her as like the second star, and she was in it for like the first half hour. And then you don't see her again until like the last 10, 15 minutes. I thought, or, I, if I saw like, by the trailer, I would say, but if, by what I remember by the trailer, I feel like she's like the damsel in distress in the trailer. Well, I think it's kind of like how they had uh, Jared Leto in the trailer for Suicide Squad. He was in yeah. one scene. <laughs> yeah. Like three, but yeah. Um, I also feel like they should have just like leaned in. Because I mean, the game itself is like a mature rated game. They should have just leaned into that and gone for the R rating instead yeah. of trying to do PG-13 Max Payne, which came off just terrible. Well, and that's what you have to do with video game movies is you have to do PG-13 because you're you're – your 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 audience are kids who play the game. So and 
Except that's a really dumb way to go into it, though, because, like, there's plenty of people who are older that play the games now. Yeah. Like, imagine yeah. when they do, like, as they're producing the Halo series right now, if they're going for, like, a TV PG-13 show. I think, I don't think I think will. it'll be PG-13. I think it will be. God, Ooh. that'll be atrocious for Halo. Oh, that'll make it so bad. Yeah. How dare you, you, sir? Do you guys want to take a guess on who was offered the role of... Uh, Chris O'Donnell's character and oh wait only one person oh god they just didn't have someone other than fucking hmm. uh, uh, who could have played Chris O'Donnell um, oh fuck what's his name alright 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 Matthew McConaughey yeah Matthew McConaughey I'm going to stand by Ethan Hawk. <laughs> old standby you old motorboat son of a bitch no uh, Toby McGuire gross Gweer? gross Yep. Old Sea Biscuit himself, huh? Old Sea Biscuit himself. I don't see that in that role at all, at least the way they had Chris O'Donnell play it. That's bizarre. Um Does it yeah. almost seem like if the dude from uh Grounded for Life had played the Max Payne character, the movie would have been better? Yeah. Yeah, it, it would have. It would have been so great. Uh this movie was voted online as one of the worst movies ever made. I mean, that's I a bit if, harsh. Yeah, I don't know if I'd go that far, but <laughs> like, totally. Wait to hear my movie for next week. Yeah, <laughs> can't wait. Um, I what was? What, let's talk about these the creatures they were showing off. Ugh. Like, I, you think they would have a main point? Like, I'm like, okay, so they're. Uh, it was just to show people something? drugged up. Because they yeah. weren't real. Like, yeah, nothing about them was real. It was just people high on this drug. It, it That point hit me, for me, is when Wahlberg and Kunis, like, go into the room with the guy, like, treaking out by the, um, like, edge of the, like, open a wall, broken down wall. And they, uh, the creature pulls him from out, and then he, you know, jumps to his death. And they never look up to see the creature fly away. So I went, okay, so they're fake. They're just well, in the head of the druggies. Like one of the very first scenes in the movie, one of the guys like takes drugs and like then he starts seeing the creature. I was like, oh, okay. I was yeah, just the thinking, guy who gets hit by the train. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking that the um those didn't work. They weren't with each other until once the guy jumps to his death and then they never yeah, look up I, to see the it fly away. So I'm like, okay, so it's just in their head. It's such a bizarre choice for something that's not in the game at all. Like, it just was like, what? Why? Like, even the people who made the game were like, I have fucking no idea, Joe. What the fuck was that decision? And I guess I did I miss it? What was the point of the drug? They were trying to make him invincible. Basically, like Captain America. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, it was like, a, it was supposed to make people just like have a clearer mind, have no fear. Could run into any feeling. danger as a soldier. Gotcha. Yeah. Like they no were second guessing what you're doing or taking orders. Yeah, they were trying to make it the super serum minus the superpowers. Just more of like the, I feel I can do this. Instead, they just made a drug that got people super high and <laughs> super easily addicted. <laughs> you think that would have come up in clinical trials before you got it to giving it to soldiers, but you know. Well, I think at some point, if I remember, they said something like, like the main, I think the main guy who was giving it to everybody, he was the only one that was successful on. So that's he was, the yeah. Program. Jack Lupina, but the, uh, played by the uh, Amory Nolasco. 
He's yeah, but I the thought they. That, I thought it was clear that BB had also taken the drug. I didn't. Th- I didn't know if he did or not. I thought. I just thought he. Like, and that's why he was able to solve like everything is because he also had taken the drug. Or am I just uh, like misinterpreting I, that? I think we we're all misinterpreting because I think BB his idea was the fact that he realized that he can be more, he can get more richer by being the drug dealer and then being the sneaky cop the whole time, instead of just being the straight laced cop that, well, he was, well, he wasn't a cop anymore. He was the head of security for that pharmaceutical company. And so he was able to like skirt around the police. Yeah. Once he realized that he could do that, that's when he was just like, I'm good now. I know so what to it's do. Not made- totally clear in the movie but like the head lady ceo person is in on the whole thing like she knows oh, yes. what's going on for yes sure. i think she in the ending the after credit scene like she's the main she's going to be the main villain in the sequel well she's the main villain in the yeah. video game for the first one it is actually yeah. the final like the ending scene deals with her and like mm-hmm. pain dealing with her like bb's like a mid-game character yeah yeah, well, I never played it. Either did I. I just read up on it to see like what the differences were, and like For I've some... watched people play it because it has like some great gun effects. But yeah, for some reason they shipped this movie to theaters to hide the movie called Sour Shoes because they thought this would be one of those big movies that everybody would go see because hey, it's a video game and Mark Wahlberg's in it and. But it's not like a, a really popular video game. Like it's okay. It's a pretty niche game. But like, like it's not like there's people that love Halo. it. It's not God of War. She was that okay. The the lady, the actress that played the main, uh, who's supposed to be the main villain, is from a uh, Big Trouble in China. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah, about that. I wonder if she sucks. I'm just kidding. How dare you? Whatever happened with that podcast, The Big Trouble in Little China? You're on it, sir. Yeah, you're on it. Right here. Son of a yeah. bitch. Son of a bitch. <laughs> um, I don't know. This movie, which is boring. Did you have any, did you guys have any scenes that you like? Because I was trying to think of it. I was like, I can't think of a single scene that I actually liked. Just because I love the man, I'm going to say ludicrous. Just because, like, <laughs> I've never seen him in something I didn't like him in. And, like, I, he, he played fine in this. I, I like the scene of him yelling at the fake, the personal SWAT, like, way to go, guys. You get, let him get away. Fucking, you guys are going to get a badge of honor on that one. <laughs> so, about that whole thing, like, they made it seem like at that point that, like, they were fake cops, yep. but then they ended up being real cops. Yeah, I was very confused. Well, I would thought I, I was honestly thinking Ludo was going to get killed because they killed Chris O'Donnell in a heartbeat, and they ain't went for Wahlberg. And I was like, oh, they're just going to kill. Didn't you him, think? But then he's like, I'm a real like, cop. They so, were just going to like death squad the entire floor since you know there were tons of people standing there that could easily say the SWAT shot first. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Ludacris should have played Max Payne. That would have been better because Ludacris is, you know, I'm going to stick with the thought that popped in my head. Ludacris is a better actor than Mark Wahlberg. Damn. Damn, Gina. Damn. Um, in the early in the early film when uh, Max beats up the three guys in the bathroom in the subway station, that is a uh, setting of one of the levels in the uh, first levels of the video game. 
What's funny enough is even though it's a like a movie trope that I fucking hate, the best part of the entire movie might have just been the opening monologue in the water. Because like at least there was kind of something to it and the monologue like actually wasn't terrible. Mm-hmm. But then you're like, oh, this happened a week ago and now I yeah. hate everything and this movie sucks. Right. Um, in the video game, the partner's dead was found at the in the station, but in the movie, he's found at the house. So they that's that the makes one. more sense. That makes more sense. He'd be dead at his house, not surrounded by other police at the police station. <laughs> well, except remember, all the cops are dirty. So that would have been like he could have clearly been killed by a dirty cop. All cops are dirty at all I mean, times. That's fair. I, and if you believe in that, you can go to allcopsdirty.com and type in a fake movie expert code and you get 25% off. It's just another one of your porn sites, isn't it? Another dirty, all right. Oh, God. Uh, one of the scenes I thought was weird and I was just laughing at was the scene where after the funeral, Payne goes to his f- former partner's office and like locks himself in to look for evidence. And then the evidence is that so Mark Wahlberg's wife that got murdered has a tattoo. And no, he never no, no, it was the person, one of the people who got killed had the tattoo. No, it was the person that he shot who k- killed his pa- old partner okay. had the tattoo. Yeah, I thought that too, Joe. I was with you with that at first. I was like, oh, there was like, oh, because I'm like, it, oh, it's the guy in the on the floor in the room where the wife's been murdered had the tattoo. Because I was like, he never knew his wife had a tattoo, right? Like, like that'd be so bizarre. With this movie, yeah, it would have been. But like him locked himself in to find evidence, and like the cops struggling to break down the door. It's just like, what is going on? Also, can we talk about how shitty a friend Mark Wahlberg is that he like held against his partner that they couldn't find the material to like catch his wife's killer that got away? Like, dude, he's your best friend. He clearly was doing everything he could. And you just like totally shat on him for not doing what you thought was enough. What an asshole. That's kind of fucked up. Oh, you didn't give it 120%. You only gave it 115. And you know what? Not going to be friends with you anymore because that's why. Like, when he gets slapped by the wife, when he goes to the wake, I'm like, yeah, he kind of deserved that. If you watch any cop movie that the partner dies in, you know he's going to get slapped by the wife. She was Um, probably, like, the best actor in the whole movie, to be honest. uh, She looked like Nelly Furtado to me. Like, she's like, is that? I do love me some Nelly Furtado. Yes. So, the uh, yeah, so, uh, like I said a a bit ago, they... uh, after credit scene was the setup for the sequel, but since it got so many negative reviews, Fox decided to scrap the sequel. And I know we're all disappointed in that. Couldn't have done it for this part of the queue. We would have had to do it for the actual fake movie movie. experts. Yeah. Um, James McCaffrey. He's the voice of Max Payne. He was in the movie. Um, He was the real police officer that Ludacris introduces Towards the end, I thought you were going to disappoint me and say he was like that sh- weird tattoo guy. That guy, the real tattoo guy's voice. I'm like, I've heard you somewhere, and I'm like, no, that's you know, like I couldn't couldn't put a face to that whole the voice. scene was so bizarre when they're like, no, this tattoo, and then he just has like this weird old dusty book of North mythology. I was like, what is happening? 
Well, the Valkyrie would. He sounded like Sam Elliott to me. Yeah. And, kinda. but like, yeah, you're right. He's just, they're looking at tattoos. And then this wing image is from the Valkyrie and the mythology and stuff. And then he like goes on a full breakdown and he has books beside him. So is he just waiting for people to ask him about this tattoo? He's like, I got this plan. Okay, listen, He's someone's going to ask me about this street logo. I'm prepared. He's just really into Greek mythology and just like that's his hobby in between uh, in between doing tats. <laughs> Checks out, you know, just like uh. spends all his money making tattoos on old books about Greek mythology. Well, who wouldn't? I mean, yeah. Um, the funny, th- you know, another funny thing how this movie got some stuff wrong is, well, according to the mythology, Valkyries are mostly women. Because they're also referred as Odin's girls, but in yeah, this, this movie they're all men. Yeah, Odin's hoes, Odin's hoes, baby. Sounds like a Snoop Dogg version of <laughs> Greek mythology, right? But now uh, I kind of want to see that movie. I don't know. Uh, a lot I of this movie. Picked... Okay, boys. I know what I'm going to do next. If it gets oh, back to me for the cue, Christ. Now. Um, a lot of this movie was actually. Uh, very little of this movie was shot in green screen because the director wanted Op to shoot in Toronto during the night to order to add on extra real, uh, reality to his actors' reactions. So they just waited till it was snowing a lot, or well, it's Toronto. That's pretty. It's much Toronto. Snowing. It's like every other day. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, you know, like it's funny. Like this, I was expecting Thor in this movie because all these like references to like. The Valkyrie, and then the drugs called Ragnarok. No, the club was called Ragnarok. Oh yeah, the club is yeah. So it's just like, where's Thor and his hammer when he's going to come down to uh, light everybody's asses up? That's what Mark Wahlberg calls his dick, Thor's hammer. Apparently, to date this podcast, it's uh, he shows up in the new God of War trailer. That's when he shows up. Ah, okay. Um. I can tell you that Mark Wahlberg never played the video game as he didn't want to become an addicted and felt the script connected to him to uh, connected him to the story enough. Mark Wahlberg has never played a video game in his fucking life. What are you talking about? Why? Well, yeah. <laughs> Have you ever heard Mark Wahlberg's like daily schedule? It's fucking insanity. Oh my god, yeah. He's on crack. Just a lot of crack. It's like he gets up at like the, three in the morning 3 or something. Works out takes kids to work like uh, works out goes back to bed for an hour wakes kids up breakfast takes kids to school round of golf workout eat and that's like by noon oh so his round of golf he sprints in between shots yeah speed golf oh he does that weird thing yeah bizarre like don't I'm, play I'm, golf dog it's a relaxing game what the fuck are you doing i've done that once that's just yeah. because we were trying to lose daylight. So they, the uh, course said, hey, you can play as many holes as you want. Just, uh, you know, beat the dark. So we sprinted. Okay, let's get um, let's get on to the same uh, vibe as uh, Abu Dhabi and South Korea and get some fucking just floodlights and night oh, golf this bitch. I, would I played night golf. It's fucking that. sick. I would love that. We had a uh, fluorescent, like, yellow and orange balls. It was fucking great. That's awesome. Um, the uh, the the actress that played the sister of Mila Kunis. This was her second movie. That checks out. 
her first movie was another video game movie, Hitman. Oh, another one how, I've never seen, and I like I can't even bring myself to watch that. How Hitman actually is good. Is Jason Statham not fucking Hitman? That is bullshit. Who know. was it that ended up playing Hitman? Um, what was it? I have it right here. Uh, I can dude. I I I uh I tried to watch Hitman, and I don't know if it was because of the movie or the disc I was on, but like towards the very end of the movie, uh, Timothy Olfant was the oh, uh, okay, all fantastic. Um, towards the end of the movie for me, the voices wouldn't uh sync up to the lips. Uh, it's it was I had the I've watched it on disc. It was the same way for me. Okay, so so it's just broken the way they sent it. That's bizarre. Yeah, yeah. because like, it yeah the video game was essentially based like at least later versions of it on Jason Statham. They just didn't cast him in the movie. But yeah, that 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 bothered <laughs> me because I'm trying to watch that move for Hitman, and then it's just like. The guy's yelling and at a gunfight. I'm like, what is happening? That's like one of those games that's like made perfectly to be a movie. And yet they somehow just trashed it. Yep. Who? Hmm. uh, I don't know. Um, Or is it? Did not improve. The film's loosely based on the video game. Um, Those differences caused the CEO of 3D Realms the producer uh, and uh, behind the game, Scott Miller, to make a public statement against the film. Miller did not approve the fact that the film's audience does not know why Max is seeking revenge. A flashback scene that we got was, is where we find out that Max's family was murdered. Um, murdered was right at the beginning of the game, but in the movie it was shown mid-film. He was also surprised that one of the story's main villains... Uh, Jack Lupino was killed by Hensley, whereas in the game, Max finishes the job personally. Yeah, it's so. just, they had to make Kunis's character matter more or something. No, yeah. it was. Yeah, I don't know. It's just whatever. Uh, and the end scene was also changed from Max killing Nicole Horn in her helicopter by shooting a tower lightning rods. Uh, uh, the tower's lightning rods guy wires causing them to fall into the helicopter. She's about to take off. But in the movie, Max shoots BB on top of the helipod. Yeah, which was like a, was it's done a mid-game. Earlier in the game. Yeah. It's like mid-game. So, yeah, there's uh, they're not happy the fact that this mo- movie took the game out of proportion. I wonder if that's the real reason why they didn't do more. I wonder if the studio was just like, "Nah, fuck you, dude. We're, you're yeah, not probably. ruining. You're not ruining this franchise for us." Yeah, I I think so. Um, let's talk about the um, uh, the scene of when Max takes the drugs and it becomes like overpowered. You know, I mean, like just what him screaming was- to scare away the demons away. Like, what's up with that? It was like if Constantine was just a piece of shit movie. And it was like the writers were like, hey, you know that that got cartoon Popeye? Let's make a worse version of that. Kind of. It was (laughs) so bizarre. You know how he had how he had spinach? Let's have Gogurt be our drug. Like it's just funny because it's just like he takes it and all of a sudden, like once again, it's that part of the 
what do they try and make this a movie, a, a movie or a video game? The fact that he takes the two drugs, then he's back to like, I'm, I'm OG. I'm, I'm, I'm back to normal. However, I have that rush of the drug now that, you know, he also apparently took the time to go put on dry clothes before coming to kill people. That too. It also yeah. didn't help that right before I watched this movie, I watched uh, Free Guy, so which is a very good video game movie. The Ryan Reynolds is that out one. on streaming already? No, with the theater done. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I did not. I did not like the fact that he then does all that stuff, and he's like, you know, once again, he just has, has no fear. But did I miss something? Because in this movie, did it say when you take the drug? There's no way to get off it. Like, there is there like, there's no calm down period. Like, if you're on it, you're on it. Or did I dismiss that? Misunderstood. Okay. They're just like, they probably just didn't put it. The guy. I have no idea. Because I thought in the movie, like the guy was just saying, like, because the bad guy that's who we thought was going to be the bad guy, but he's just the main bad guy's bitch, hitman. He was just basically saying like. If you take the drug, or maybe it was Bo Bridges' character, but like, if you take the drug, there's no way of you to get off it. It's probably just about how addictive it is, because it's yeah. just like pure addiction. But Max Payne can take it, and then he can see, you know, bring out fire within him. And well, that's what it said. It's supposed to do for everyone. Like, it's supposed to make them like an ultimate warrior. But everybody else. But the thing was, in this movie, Destroy no one's baby. that ultimate warrior. Though everybody's a <laughs> a, fr- a scared Freddy cat, you know, or just a tweaker who's scratching himself the entire time. Like if you took it, you become that type of person. But when Max Payne takes it, he's the also one and only that could handle the drug because he has a true like focus. Ah, it's a piece of shit. I got real no answer for you. Mm. Yeah, this is that was like one of the many things that bothered me throughout, throughout the whole movie of him just being able to take the drugs and all of a sudden he's just like, I am super powerful. I mean, the whole like final battle was just it was for stupid. as much blood and gore and gunshots there were, it was just boring. Yeah, it's, it was, it's not a final boss scene at all. No. Like the scene when he's like shooting all the cops in the building and then he has like a stare down with a demon or, a you know, a Valkyrie. And then it's a real in reality, it's a cop that's coming up to shoot him, but he's still having the stare down. But then Mila Kunis come is is Mila Kunis the wife that he sees or he's just uh, tweaking out because he sees the wife. He's just tweaking out. Hmm. Because, once again, it makes no sense. I mean, no, the script is terrible. Like, I mean, it's kind of the problem you run into with video game movies a lot is where, like, they don't really, like, they don't play the games to actually get a grasp of it. Yeah. Like, they get, like, they read an overview on Wikipedia and then right off of that. Mm-hmm. And, like, in video games, you have, you know, dozens and dozens of hours to tell the story where you're trying to condense all of that into, like, an hour and a half. Yeah, so you have to you have to lose so much nuance and so much backstory to all these movies. But realistically, like you should be able to do that with a lot of games because you can just cut out like the grinding aspects of it. Like mm-hmm. at least in a movie, like an actual like gunfight battle is going to take like seconds, not. Yeah. And 
like insane amount of time. Like you're not going to have infinite waves of people coming at you in a movie. Yeah. Like you can dumb those parts down, but. And there, and there wasn't really any of the, what throughout the hour 40 movie. Oh, there's I mean, like gun three, ba- like three, three action scenes. Like, yeah. Cause it's the one in like the building that he shoots the guy with the shotgun behind that. Like he bends over and shoots the guy from behind. And then the main battle. But yeah, and there's like two or for three. For a noir sh- film, which yeah. like noir is like the whole thing is supposed to be based around the main character, like monologuing to you a lot. We only got that like once in the entire yeah. movie in that opening sequence. Like, the opening and, scene. Then, and then again at the end. Yeah. Like yeah. that's what noir is supposed to be about. It's like you're connected to the main character and he's like walking you through his process. And instead we just see Mark Wahlberg kind of going to random locations doing really stupid shit. Like we get the flashback stuff too, like which I, after seeing how Bo Bridges is the villain of it, I think it's hilarious because that he shows up, someone broke into his house. He kills everybody, goes into the bedroom that says baby on it. So, you know, it's the baby's room and somehow Bo Bridges is able to duck out of the window. And cause the, the murder took place three years prior to this movie. Yep. So how can they old fart get out of the second story house? Because we saw the outside. That's why I thought he was on the drug. That's why I think he's oh, on the drug. The Bo Bridges is on the drug too. Yeah, and that's like he's one of the people who can actually take it and it just like cleared his mind but made him super evil. Because, mm. yeah, like the mask. I thought he was on the drug. Like the mask. Yeah. But yeah, it's like when he, when you find out that he's the one that does it, how that we see the, the ornament, the little mirror thing that's above the baby thing, and then it freeze frames and you see him on the outside and just like, really? I hate that shit. Maybe it's like, oh, I've known all along. It's like, fuck off. I don't, yeah. It's, uh, oh, this movie is there, dynamite. There is not a redeeming quality to this movie. It's like, it doesn't even give us a tight 90 because it's 100 minutes. Yep. 143 if you do the uh, uh, unrated. That extra three minutes. Like, ugh, it's just, it's not even bad in a fun way. It's just nope. bad. Just bad. That's why online it was voted worst movie ever made. But hey, uh, Mark Wahlberg, good news for him, though. He was nominated for a Razzie in this for this movie. Kind of deservedly so. He did lose, though. Ooh. He was also nominated for The Happening, too, that same year. That checks out. But he lost to Mike Myers' uh, role for The Love Guru. As he should, because that movie is literally one of the worst movies of all time. Um, but yeah, they, let me see if I can see if there's any other movie, uh, any other, um, what else, if it was nominated for NO8, um, let me see if I find it. Come on. There we are. Hey, here we are. 2008 Razzies. Um, it was nominated for best actor for him. Was that it? Looks like it. Somehow this movie wasn't uh, nominated for anything else. That blows my mind from seeing what what other movies are in this. But, oh, nope. 
Nope, that's the happening. So yeah, just one, 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 uh, one nomination for those Razzies. Um, I would ask. So we already asked if there's any scenes we liked. What about we not like all of it? All. Of it. I think we spent most of the podcast just trashing the movie. Yeah. 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 Somehow, uh, Mark Wahlberg states that, uh, in interviews that John Moore is one of his, the best directors that he's ever worked with. And That's a call. Worked, and he's worked, he's worked with Martin Scorsese, Tim Burton, and Paul Thomas Anderson, too. As well, I mean, as he no played one, Cotton. No one ever said Mark Wahlberg was a good judge of character. He's fantastic in other guys. I can just say that. You know. I mean, yeah, but that's a great movie. Bye, Sheila. Go in the house, Alan. I think he said my name, right? Bye, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Oh, Terry. Um, I, like, I'm just, it's just funny to me how this movie is, has like a cast that maybe if they made it today might be better. But like with the same cast. Everything about this movie, I should love it. Yeah. Like, it should be a movie I love. Like a solid B level cast, a video game movie. Like, I love video game movies, even the bad ones. Wing Commander, fucking love that movie. Like, so I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, if there was one franchise you'd want to see as a movie, what would it be? And I have an answer for myself. I really want to see somebody make a Duke Nukem video. <laughs> I feel like that's been like a thing for It'd a be long crazy as hell. Time. No, they've been in the process of making a new Duke Nukem video game for like a decade. Yeah, I'm over the game. I supposed to see the movie. Um, I mean they've done it before, but they didn't do it well. Like maybe redoing Doom and the actual like new age game Doom would be good. Super Mario Brothers for me, but you know, who's God damn it. I also, but also hot take. I still kind of like the bad Doom movie. Like, it's not Doom, but, like, it's a fun movie. Rock plays a bad guy, which is something he doesn't do a lot. That's true. What was this movie? Pain and Redemption. Nope. Different movie. Okay, good. I thought they made, like, another Max Payne movie without anybody from this movie. What oh, do you wait, think the chances are that Mark Wahlberg, uh, you know, uh, son of Boston, one of the most racist cities in this lovely United States that's a major city? I would say the, actually. I would say the most racist city. I would say of major cities because, you know, the South and Idaho still exist. Um, do you think he confused at any point during this uh, ludicrous with Andre 3000 just because he'd already shot a movie with Andre 3000? It's possible. So I was going to ask that earlier. So if you think Ludacris is a better actor than Mark Wahlberg, does that mean Mark Wahlberg is a better rapper than Ludacris? Is the inverse uh, no. true? Oh, no, shit. Ludacris is just overall better than Mark Wahlberg in every way, shape, or form. Better better rapper, better producer, better Damn. actor. Like It's actually it's disappointing to me as someone who loves Ludacris' music. I haven't loved his most recent album that no one ever really talks about, but it was actually a pretty good album. Ludiversal? I don't remember what it was called. It's called Ludiversal. But <laughs> I hate how good he is at everything else that he stopped rapping. Understandably, can make way more money doing everything else than the yep. studios taking you from behind while making an album. But 
it sucks that we missed out on so much great music because he was like just so epically talented at everything. He's so underrated as a lyricist in hip hop. It is ridiculous because like because he makes so many jokes in his music, people don't take him seriously. He's so good. Like if he had just focused on rap, he'd probably be considered one of, if not the greatest rappers of all time. It's he'd just called, he's, he'd be the top of the list for sure. He just spread himself over so much because he was so mm-hmm. talented at everything that he could. Him and Biz Marquee. That's a take. <laughs> That's a take. So I'm looking through IMDb right now to see if there was any other Max Payne movies made. And they there have been a lot of Max Payne movies. I'm assuming like, but like, Straight to animated. DVD, or no, like these are real life people, so these are like, oh. um, how many star Kevin Sorbo? None, thank god. Uh, you have Max Payne Retribution, uh, Max Payne Days of Revenge, and are these like full length movies, or are they like shorts that tie it into the, the video? Games? I think these are full length movies. Um, oh, this one's 43 minutes. Um, this one is all right, this one's 15, so maybe, yeah, I bet they're like tie pain hero games. four minutes, yeah, yeah, so maybe, but yeah, it's, it's like that like, Assassin's Creed movie that came out, or it's cool. not really a movie. I couldn't yeah. watch it because it was a part of my Ezio collection, yeah, like it's attached to it, and like I started yeah. to watch it, and I was like, oh, this is terrible, I can't do it. It's real, but it's real bad. And I can't, like, I love Michael Fassbender. I mean, who doesn't love Michael Fassbender? Joe. I refuse to watch that Assassin's Creed movie. Never watched it either. That's a that's another video game movie where it's just like, you guys lost the entire fucking point of the film, yeah. dude. What, what are we doing? That's to be just an easy fucking movie to make, and you, you fucked it up. Nope. Like, it's perfectly it, written to make something God. great. It's the one visuals of those things, alone are crazy. It's just, it's, it's just one of those things that, like, there's a lot of video game movies that, according to the, you know some reviews, like the new the Free Guy one with Ryan Reynolds, the most recent video game movie is the best video game movie. But to some be fair, people, though, you know, that's not like a video game movie. Yeah, it's a it's yeah. a movie written around video games. Yeah, but you have like what it's, Doom, uh, Ninja Tur- uh not Ninja Turtles, uh, uh, Mario Brothers, uh, Max Payne, Hitman. Hey guys, I have a great idea. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write a movie. It's going to yep. be about a character from the Middle East. And we're going to, yep. we are going to get Jake Gyllenhaal to play the main character. The gay cowboy? Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be Middle Eastern for this movie. Last we're just, Samurai. We're just going to put a lot of like sand on him. No one will tell that he's white. It's fine. Got it. Uh, you know, kind of like other... how you know how we pretend that Jesus is white. It's fine. Just don't pay attention. That, that's true. Um, I have, uh, and like all the other movies, like, you know, you have Double Dragon, Street Fighter, The More Combat, Ring Commander. Hey, hey, okay, hold on, hold on. The Street Fighter movie kind of slaps. Let's be honest. I'm okay with also, that. Also, Joe, shout out to the Q, Tekken, dog, which was a great movie. I was oh going to bring that up. I was gonna Kevin bring that fucking up. Nash, dog. Kevin Tomb fucking Raider Nash movie, is in that movie. Uh, you have Resident Evil's. Um, another film that just completely lost the point of the, like they just made their whole own universe that wasn't in any way, shape, or form attached to the video game universe. Yeah. Um, Sonic, I've heard is good. The, the uh, but again, Detective like, Pikachu. Okay, Detective Pikachu fucking slaps. That movie's actually it. pretty good. 
have not like I turned it. it on one morning just like for my children to watch it, and like I got hooked. I was like, "Fuck!" This uh, is the Emoji Movie, of course. I will reach through uh, Angry Birds. <laughs> Angry Birds, there it is. The OG. That movie is fucking trash. <laughs> that might actually be one of the few Jason Sudeikis movies that I can't Ugh. actually stomach. And I love Jason Sudeikis. We'll watch him in anything. Can we get a uh, Warcraft movie? Hello? That's what we need. That would be sick. Okay. I kind of fucking I, great. I still want to see the Warcraft movie because I feel like that'd be the perfect video. Oh, excuse me. The video game movie I would love because like it'd be shitty, but in a way that actually works for people who like video games. I just want to see some big Hulk dude throw a turtle shell at somebody from like behind his car. I want to see it. I want to see a car flip out because it got ran over a banana peel. <laughs> it was like Someone's... eat shit, crash into a building, explosion. Like <laughs> it's so like, good. You're just like you see them come out of the carnage. Like, <laughs> oh, that was a close one. Did any and then of, they like steal another car? Oh my did god! Did either of you Boom. watch the old Fox cartoon? So right after Fox like bought the rights to NASCAR and show it, they there was a cartoon on Fox Kids that was like NASCAR three thousand or something. It was no. like NASCAR in the future. It was fucking bizarre. It had like not. weird track. It was like Speed Racer meets NASCAR. Damn. Oh, no. another video. Oh, I guess that's not a video game. That's cartoon. an anime movie. Yeah. yeah. But I would love a Mario Kart. It's like Waluigi <laughs> fucking leaves Carnage. Wah! Come on, Justin. Where the fuck are you? Yeah, come what on. What are you doing with your life? Where's the Fast and Furious Mario Kart? Someone's friendship crossover. is destroyed because they blue shelled him right at the finish line. <laughs> like Mario Kart, you like the print. You know, you can have the premise be that the print uh, Peach is in another castle. Basically, it's Need for Speed that they have to go from one place to another, and it's just like, okay, you're gonna be racing the whole time, but I'm under surpri- Mario Kart rules. You know, I'm surprised they haven't tried to turn into a movie because, like, the actual single player single player actually has some good like story elements to it. It's Call of Duty. Like the modern warfare games actually have like a halfway decent like storyline that could easily be turned into like a movie. I think it's that- just like every war movie ever. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, there's actually good story elements to it. I mean, fucking the bros love Call of Duty. would totally go see that movie just because it was called Call of Duty. <laughs> you said duty. <laughs> and there'd be Mountain Dew and Doritos everywhere. They made a Rampage movie, all right? And, you know, and looks like Netflix is making a Mega Man movie. So, hey, <sighs> what's up? Jesus. Mega Man should never be anything but, like, a TV series. Like Donkey the- Kong? Come on, what are we doing? Uh, Blumhouse Productions are doing a Five Nights at Freddy's movie. So basically, what Nick, Nick Cage, Cage did, did that. Wally's Wonderland. Yeah, this is either uh, Gears of War movie. Um, that could actually so, be a movie. For some reason, a Just Dance movie. That's, you're gonna dance. You're gonna, that song came out. That came out like 2008. Like, what? What are we doing? Making Guys, bad like Tony Hawk not, Pro Skater movie? Like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> it's just Tony Hawk's career. We're forgetting the greatest board game turned movie ever. Battleship. Battleship. What the fuck was that movie? That was bizarre and terrible and not in a good way. Also, Clue. Okay, that's a good so movie. That's though. fucking great, though. Which I think they're remaking re- too. So. They are. Which is just a travesty. Like again, the- it's a per- it's a perfect movie. Don't touch it. It's fine the way it is. Um, I think Ryan Reynolds is going to be part of it. So, 
you know what? He makes mistakes. He was in that fucking X-Men origin atrocity. So, you know what? Bad yeah, right? And Jason Bateman, too. Damn it. Those are good people in that movie. Yep. 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 If you tell me Jason Sudeikis is in it, then fine. I'm in, but... Uh, Jason Statham, actually. No. It, so far, it just says um, Reynolds and Bateman, and it's from the director that did, that did the uh, Muppets movie, the one with Jason Siegel. Did you see that there's a new Muppets movie coming out that's going to be better than the Eddie Murphy version of Haunted House? It's the Muppets Haunted House. I bet it'll be great. I hear um, uh, Owen Wilson's going to be part of a Haunted ha- Mansion. Wow. Uh, Oh yeah, I wow. saw that today. There, yeah, that like came out yesterday or today. Wow! So let's let's finish this uh, show up. We're here with a budget for one Max Payne, thirty-five million dollars. That showed. Let's go. The gross domestically got forty million. Damn it! So it's still Interna- made money internationally. Forty-six million. So a combined Ooh. to eighty-seven million for internationally. That's a bomb internationally. Oh, for worldwide. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit! That's still. I'm surprised they didn't make another one. Like I understand that it got a lot of bad, like acclaim, but like they keep making Transformer movies because yeah. they make money. Like it's Fox; they don't care what they churn out. I mean, they do now because Disney actually like kind of cares what it churns out, even if they keep making these terrible live action movies about their cartoons. Yeah. Um. So- so let's yeah. go to the box office for eight, October 17th through the 19th of 2008. Uh, coming in at number 10 in its fourth week with 2.6 million nights of the Rodanith. It's a Diane Lane, Richard Gere movie. I just had to look it up. So no idea. Never heard of it. I coming do in know number, Diane Lane and Richard Gere. Coming in at number nine in its first week with only 3.6 million. Sex drive. Sex drive. A uh, kid meets a, a girl online and wants to go meet her because she wants to uh, have sex with him. And basically, that's the whole premise of the movie. It's entertaining. It's, it's pretty, I liked it. Who was uh, come in? in um, what's his name? Uh, not no one really big now. Clark Duke was in it as yeah. he was. He was the best friend. Seth Clark Green's in it. Duke. As an was Amish it, person. Was it Sex Drive? Is that what it is? Yeah. I hate that J- movie. James Mardson's in it as the brother. Yeah. There's really no one you like. Uh, coming in number eight in its third week with 3.6 million. Nick and Noah's An Infinite Playlist. It's a good movie. Even though Michael Sarah's in it. Coming in at number seven in its second week with 6 million. Quarantine. Uh, coming in number six in its second week with 6.8 million Body of Lies. The Leo. Leo, Leo movie. Leo coming and in, uh, Gerard Butler, maybe? I think so, yeah. No, I thought it was R- uh, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe, yep. I saw this. Yeah. And I'm uh, back. All right. Uh, coming in number five in its fourth week with 7 million Eagle Eye. Ooh. Shia LaBeouf. Hey, that was another one of the movies I was going to possibly choose. Yikes. Coming in number uh, four in its first week with only ten million. W. That movie is good, but damn, you almost feel bad for Bush in that movie. 
I was confused for a second. I was like, is it a WWE movie? What are we doing? <laughs> oh. uh, coming in number three in its first week with 10 million, The Secret Life of Bees. Coming in number two in its third week with 11 million, Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Ugh. So that I means- got like two or three movies too. It did. It did. So like that means- movie experts. Ugh. Coming in at number one in its first week with $17 million, Max Payne. Damn. Again. Even after that happening, Mark Wahlberg still got that when he to go see his next movie? Yeah. Blown away. This never got a sequel. All things considered, you had a strong enough cast. You could have done it. So let's go to the ratings, shall we? IMDb gave this a 5.3 out of 10. Generous. Ron Tomato, all critics gave this a 16. Mm-hmm. Top critics, 11. Ooh. And the audience, 29. Ooh. So not good on the ratings. It's not high praise. Not high praise at all. So let's go to that star glazer. Oh, oh it's time to glaze those stars. Yes, sir. Uh, let's start off with uh, one Mr. Booble. Oh, what a boring boring movie easily the worst movie i've watched since coming back to this movie podcast i am gonna go with a quarter of a star not high praise no rick so i'm going back through my list so the worst movie i've ever rated was legally blonde too i gave that half a star yeah this movie is quintessentially worse than that movie so I also have to go a quarter of a star. <laughs> Is it about to happen? Let's make so, it three, baby. Damn. So yeah, that's just boring. But 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 boring. This gets. I mean, it rounds up because we only go to a point single digit. So it's a point three, but that is the lowest possible rating we could give without giving zero stars. Damn. It's just boring. Is that below Legally Blonde 2 now? Yep. Legally Blonde 2 came in at point seven because Keith gave it a one because it was a tight 90. Man. Fucking Keith. It's going to be some heat from Keith, I think. (laughs) We took out the bottom movie. It's deserved though. This thing, this thing will forever be probably our worst rated movie. I'd... Oh, we'll find out. You know, oh, mine's not gonna be worse than this. No, I know. I oh, I bet. No but, chance. Um, we'll find out. You know. So, well, Rick, you uh, gave us a fantastic movie. I'm kind of proud of myself, if I'm honest. Yeah. I mean. It is a badge of honor to have the worst it, rated movie in it, the history of the podcast. And you should, you know, like I, I you know, my go-to movies that are really bad, but I'm saving those for a cloudy day. And, um, but I'm not picking next week. Mr. Booble is, um, do you have a movie in mind? Cause last time I checked, you were going to have us pick between two uh, genres. Yeah. The second movie I was going to have you pick isn't available anywhere. So, oh, okay. That was the one you were going to choose. So the movie I'm picking, you were going to pick between that and the movie, the other option was going to be Cradle to the Grave. Oh, uh, see, yeah. yeah, no, that would have gotten a better star rating yep. for me just because of yep. DMX. However, Jobin, we are staying in the year 2008. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. 
going to your favorite genre, romantic comedies. Ah, we are doing Fool's Gold. <laughs> it's on HBO Max. Fool's Gold. Matthew McConaughey and Kate Hudson, baby. Oh, my God. I saw that in theaters. I want to blow my head off. <laughs> yeah, I think I've seen. I think I've the seen producer, The producer made a noise, and I feel like she heard what movie you picked. That's right, baby. God. Kevin Hart's in that movie. It's really great. Uh, I have 100% seen this movie. Uh, I've seen it once. <laughs> I think I saw had, it in theaters, too. Because this has... Um, uh, it's got Brian Hooks in it. Oh, it's good stuff. I think Anthony Anderson might be in it. Oh, uh, it's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> Joe is so excited. I mean, it has a Sutherland in it. Yeah, yeah, it does. Cool. All right. Well, next week here, we'll be doing Fool's Gold. All right, all right, all right. See, I like romantic comedies. So, so do pro- I. I love them. I'll probably like this movie. Uh. <laughs> if you like a good romantic comedy, see Crazy Rich Asians. That movie's fucking. Fuck great. off. Don't. don't. Joe. It's great. Like, dude, see it. It's actually really good. See, always be my maybe. No, like, no, no. I'm not going to get into it now. Or so, the big six on Amazon Prime. There it is. That's what I was trying not to get to. Um, but you can go to nocellentertainment.com. That's right, nocellentertainment.com, where you can find all of our lovely podcasts and blogs and photos of uh, us that one Corey drew with his penis. And like, Always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, all right, all right.